All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today I want to talk about a very in- interesting book. At least to me, it's called um, Working by Robert Carroll. So, for those of you that don't know who Robert Carroll is, um, he is a historian. He is a biographer. Um, I. I read his uh, first. Uh, oh, hold on! I read his, I think second, um, volume of the biography on Lyndon Johnson, and then I was hooked. And I feel like um, different biographers have their own specific um, language, right? Like I pretty much read all of the well-known biographer, and I'm trying to read more of a not so well-known biographers. But anyway. My point is, is that、um, Robert Carroll is really what I think one of the top tier biographer there is.、Um, at least, you know,、um, since the、uh, I don't know by the end of last century,、uh, you know,、uh, in the beginning of this century.、Um, the reason is is partially is because his his discipline. We're going to talk about it today, and really his. Um, tenacity under one subject, right?、Um, so, working this book, it described his working process and a little bit about his upbringing,、uh, upbringing and how he became a biographer.、Um, and he first get his career started by writing about、uh, Robert Moses, who is the、uh, head of transportation, I believe,、um, in New York City, New York.、Um, And how he got powerful, and how he stayed in power for like forty years, and his book is about power, and his book is really about you know like there are, there are different biographers that have their like theme right.、Um, Walter Isaacson's his theme is geniuses right. He wrote about Einstein, wrote about Benjamin Franklin, wrote about、um, you know a Jobs,、uh, you know、uh, Da Vinci right. Um, Carol's book is more about power, right? How does power manifest, and how does one use political power? And he did the four volume of biographies on、um, Lyndon Johnson, and most people, I don't think, understand who Lyndon Johnson is, and I certainly wasn't, right? So I I read his two volumes of、uh, biographies on Lyndon Johnson, and I. I still need to read like two more,、um, so this guy Robert Carroll he spent like thirty years, maybe forty, on Lyndon Johnson just on researching and um、uh, and in this book book working he talks about how he you know like interacted with、uh, Robert Moses himself、uh, you know、uh, Lyndon Johnson how he lives at.、Um, At the birthplace of Lyndon Johnson, like just get to know his people, right? Texas Hill County, and how he writes, and how he researches, and how he interviews. And I think there is something that deserves to be shared on this podcast, kind of how a master biographer or a master historian how they do their work, right? So, um, I want to start off with doing interviews. Like, what is an interview trick? And Carol is actually really modest about this. He said that 
when you are conducting any type of interview, silence is the weapon. Okay, so what he means is, if you leave silence in there, then people have an innate, very, very primal, um, very, very primal uh, way or very primal urge to feel the silence, right? And <laughs> uh, Carol was very uh, being very funny about this. And he's like, yeah, um, there are some people where, you know, like they have some elegant ways to, you know, uh, say silence. Uh, Robert will just write um, S-U, 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 S-U in the notebook while he's being silent. You know, uh, S-U, uh, you know, a sense for shut up, <laughs> right? He just write, shut up, shut up, shut up in the uh, notepad while he's creating a silence waiting for the other party to talk, right? And I think that is really brilliant, a really interesting fact that a master uh, biographer who conducts interviews for their books he must have con uh, conducted thousands of interviews and he's still running into this problem, right? Um, and another thing that he said is, I, I, I think it's worthy to pass it on is, whenever we're writing something, right? Fictional or non-fictional, um, we need to have a sense of place, right? There's a different ways that you can define that. Um, because a place dictate a person's personality or upbringing or environment, right? So for Lyndon Johnson, right, the uh, places that we need to get correct is Texas Hill Country, right? Like that's where he's from, rural Texas. And Capitol Hill is in D.C. where he run the Senate for a long time, right? Um, I have a Chinese counterpart to to uh, this podcast, right? I have a Chinese podcast uh, for, um, for uh, Mao Zedong, right? Like the leader of the uh, Communist Party back in 1949 who, uh, who uh, uh, established modern China. Um, his birthplace is called uh, Shan, right? Uh, which I saw some translation to Music Mountain in uh, Hubei province, right? Uh, and uh, the birth of the communism and the birth of the Chinese version of the communism happens in Yan'an, right, w which is in the middle um, eastern, uh, sorry, middle western of the Chinese uh, geography. So it's really, really important for us to get the place or get a sense of the place correct when, whenever we are describing an event or writing about anything, right? And then lastly, I just want to talk about his writing habits. And I think this is why I I admire those historians so much. Because if you're thinking about it, right, like any one of those uh one of those books, they might take them at least three years to write, three to five years. Right? Um I think um one of my favorite uh female uh biographer, uh Pamela Goodwin, she's like, yeah, like the reason that I I wrote about Lincoln is because I want to live with him. Like I want to be in his world. I I want to read read his letters. I want to, um, you know, like understand what he's dealing with. Right, London, uh, Lincoln was um, very very famous for promoting, um, you know, uh, his uh, arch nemesis, right? Uh, based on a political rivals to. It's his cabinet members, and then he doesn't really hold, hold any grudges, right? So it's Hamilton, right? Um, Ron Chernow um, says that, okay, the uh, Hamilton book, 
uh, Hamilton just rise and rise and rise and rise, and that book took took him like six years or like ten years to write because Hamilton like wrote so much letters and ideas and you know like they're all being saved. So we, if you want to write a book about Hamilton, then you have to read all of his letters, all of his communications, right? So in a sense, that if you are Writing a biography, you need to have a solid writing habit. I, I want to share a couple with you guys about Robert Carroll's uh, writing habit. Um, so first of all, he does most of the research before he started writing. So without even write one word, he will do almost all of the research. Okay, so there's not that much writing and then researching and then stop and writing again. Secondly, um. The writing schedule. He 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 doesn't have a writing a schedule, so he's trying to write every single day, for as long as he can. So that is amazing, right? Like the discipline of writing every single day for as long as he can. And here's how his writing process is. So he did a first draft by longhand. So he's at eighty five, and he still writes the first draft by hand with a pen or a pencil, and then. Uh, he might do three, four drafts after he finished writing the current draft total, roughly, and then he uses typewriter, as you can see in the photos, to uh write up the uh, handwriting, the longhand draft, and he uses triple space in between so that he can use a pencil uh, again to adjust a couple of things to re to rewrite a couple of things. So, in a sense that. Like until this day, I think he still has a volume of autobiography. I think he is gonna come out to write about his own life, uh, which I'm very much look forward to. And he's like eighty five right now, so he still does this every single day. And his goal is he writes a thousand words every single day, roughly, right? And that just amazing. So my so my point is is I really have high respects for people that. Really, really put some times into their craft, right? Because writing is very hard, right? Right, and 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 for a master historian, because if you see like how many pages that the books are, there's like single pages, like I think each one one of the London Johnson volumes are like six to seven hundred pages, right? So if you think about it, the amount of effort that Robert put into his writing to his Work is really really admirable, right? And then lastly, he said that he start each day by reading what he wrote yesterday, and then um, kind of if he needs to make make adjustment, he will, and then he will start to do another day of the writing. So it's really about practicing and mastering the craft of writing that I want to pass on to you guys. And and and. You don't have to do that with writing, right? Because you know, right now there are people with like blog posts, with like you know, like direct to the to the consumer, uh, subscriptions, right? Substacks of the world, um, and it's really, really important to find your craft and stick to it, and then make it your life's work. And I think Robert Carroll did that with his writing career, and he didn't really start off with uh, uh, wanting to become a writer. He started off trying uh, as a writer. As a reporter, and then he kind of like run into Robert Moses, who is probably the most powerful、um, real estate or a government 
uh, infrastructure developer, and then he kind of gets fascinating with power, and he had a great career being recognized as probably one of the best historians slash uh, biographer ever. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Leave a review, share the podcast, and then uh, tomorrow we're going to start a new book. Bye.